This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, another Astros podcast. Welcome back to Astro Launch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks, and I'm with A.J. Hinch for The Manager Show. And Altuve out of the lineup today. It's a luxury. you got a million guys on this team right now, but you got to get him some rest. We do need to get him some rest, and, and we have a day off tomorrow, so I get a little bit of a two-for-one. And even the night game on Friday, it's like two and a half days off for Altuve. So he's more than earned it. I, I try to pick, you know, you know, opportune times to rest him. It's never easy not write him in the lineup, but uh, he's earning days off. You know, I thought you told me earlier that he hates two days off yeah. in a row. So why'd you pick this? Day? He does. I mean, it's not ideal. I think this time of year is a little different. Yeah. September when I talked to him yesterday, uh, he was relieved. So it was the first time that I've that I've. Uh, understood him as as like in this one. I think it's all September based. It's, these guys are uh, emotionally, physically drained right now. When I can get them out of the lineup, I will. AJ is a former catcher. I want to talk to you about the, the stuff with the relay and the signs with the mm-hmm. electronics and things like that. Not your opinion on that, but you got any stories about weird signs that you've given to complicated signs? What's the most complicated mm-hmm. uh, signs that you give so the runner on second can't can't relay? So when we when we were, when I was in Oakland, we traded for Kevin Apier. Kevin okay. Apier was a, a good right-handed starter. was a was a number one for for the Royals at the time. We traded for him. And he had his whole rhythm where two was a fastball away, three was a fastball in, four was a was a curveball, and one was a changeup, and it would be so totally a previous different. pitch. Everything changed every pitch to the point of where I, you know, I feel like I cross myself up every time, <laughs> let alone him understanding it. So, uh, our middle infielder stopped even looking for it because it was a it was a mathematics equation of of. Uh, of changing with the pitches on odd innings it was one way yeah. on even innings it was another it was just a complete mental drain uh, trying to make sure the hitters didn't pick up the signs other teams are obviously going to try to look at your third base coach and pick up signs or even the, the bench and pick up signs you got advanced scouts out there mm-hmm. before the playoffs do you, do you have to change a whole lot of those signs a little bit I mean there you know we know teams that use the first base coach for the signs as opposed to second as opposed to the third base and everything at third base is just dummy signs or they might have the bench coach and the the, the manager giving signs it might be the position of a clipboard or a position of paper or it could be whether a guy's hats on or off I've seen people use players as as sort of prop dummies so it gets a little bit complicated I think in some ways and probably a little bit too much attention to it and you just got to play the game the pitcher catcher signs are uh, are important you'll see in the playoffs teams will go to multiple signs and taps and things that right. from the very beginning with nobody on and nobody out they'll go to it so uh, paranoia is at an all-time <laughs> high when it comes to signs Lance McCullers, we haven't seen him since July 29th. What do you expect? And if he has a one inning of 25 or 30 pitches, what are you going to do? Well, I, I think he's going to be a little nervous just because he's got a lot of nervous energy. We saw it out of a 13-year veteran last night in Verlander. Yeah. He was nervous and twitchy and, yeah. and, and had a lot of built-up energy. Lance is going to be the same way. So getting him through the first couple innings is going to be key for him if he wants to last deep into the game. He should have 80, 85 pitches or so um, from from a volume standpoint. I do expect him to be good. If he's in the strike zone, he can be really good. His stuff plays very well against his team. Uh, but he's got to be in the strike zone early. If he has a, a tough inning, uh, probably will allow one, might not allow more than one uh, when it comes to a 25-30 pitch inning, just given that he's coming off injury. 
One run lead in the ninth inning. Who are you going to tonight? You know, it depends how I get there. Uh, I know Ken Giles is down tonight. I'm not going to use him. Chris Davinsky's available. Uh, Gregerson's available. Clippers closed some games out for us. It really, it really depends how to get there. I'd hate to declare it to be Chris Davinsky, and if I need him in the sixth or seventh inning to yeah. get Cano out, I'm going to use him then. But you have options. And a ton of options. We got more pitching than I know what to do with. I mean, we've got we've got arms. We've got bodies. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to be able to keep these guys all fresh and in there, but matchups are key and especially when you don't have a primary guy that's available uh it literally might be three guys to close out the game the way the, the game's played nowadays all right going for the sweep tonight good luck thanks Sparky. back on astro launch from safeco field in seattle bill brown with jake kaplan the fine young writer for the houston chronicle and uh jake it's a shame you haven't had much to write about this season <laughs> <laughs> you know they hit a little bit of a lull there in august so they uh they had to give me more to write about the last week or so. Isn't it crazy, though? 11-17 and 17 in August, and now one of the biggest September acquisitions, and in fact, two, with Cameron Maben joining Justin Verlander. Can you remember anything like this happening as far as a late August acquisition? August trades in general are so rare. Uh, maybe not anymore, because there apparently was like the, the August 31st deadline, which was more exciting than the July 31st deadline. Not even Verlander, but Upton and some other deals, so... But, yeah, I remember when I was covering the Phillies, Chase Utley got traded in August a few years ago to the Dodgers, and it's just rare to see them. I didn't expect it, I'll tell you that. How do you mark the difference in the clubhouse now since the arrival of Mr. Verlander? It feels like it did in May when they were on that 11-game winning streak. People were talking about them as the best offense in baseball history and and all that kind of hyperbole at the time. Yeah, it definitely quickly changed and it's it's weird how you look at their roster now compared to two weeks ago three weeks ago they have like four different guys uh that are contributing keith hernandez was in town last weekend doing the mets games on tv and he said usually i don't watch the playoffs but this year i am very interested with all the good teams going into the playoffs it could be really fascinating with boston cleveland you know the yankees who knows the other wild card team the astros of course and then the dodgers and and arizona arizona yeah yeah, could be quite a postseason for you going to be really really interesting i mean cleveland astros haven't seen cleveland since what may mm-hmm. those teams wrapped up their season series really early so i don't even know if those matter maybe they do maybe they don't but they're on a roll they're on a whole different team it seems like in terms of how they're performing so uh boston's always a threat i mean anytime you're getting a five game series with chris sale that's that's tough so yeah it's gonna be really interesting to see uh, and I'm, I'm excited to see what the national league looks like too with the dodgers i know everyone's freaking out over their little losing streak but I'm, i think they'll be fine mm-hmm. now the astros have every reason to push for the best record in the american league because that would set up a boston and cleveland matchup and that could be a real war between those two teams it could be and i think the astros match up a lot better against the yankees or the twins or the angels than they do against boston uh, or even cleveland if they were to fall down a little bit um, like i said a five-game series we have to face chris sale twice compared to a five-game series where you have to face a Yankees team that already used its best pitcher in the wildcard game. That's a huge difference. And now with Lance McCullers' start tonight, uh, there's going to be a real September focus on Lance and where he fits into the postseason, correct? I think he's got more riding on September than any other Astros player. By my math, which is not always correct, he's got about five starts, including tonight. And, uh, you know, given how he looked in his last four or five before he went on the DL, I think he has a lot to prove to show that he's the guy he was in the first half when he was an all-star. So I think, you know, a lot of their, the rest of their questions are answered. Um, there's probably some bullpen questions and, uh, and that kind of thing. But I think McCullers, uh, he's 
probably one of the biggest storylines of September for this team. Jose Altuve is getting a rest tonight. We'll see that probably with other players here, and, and it's a good way to orchestrate everybody coming to a peak come playoff time, correct? Yeah, I mean, it seems like A.J. Hinch has been doing this all year, and uh, he probably doesn't like when we ask about it every time one of his star players are off. But <laughs> got to make sure they're not injured every time. So, uh, But, no, I mean, it's a luxury they have that some other teams don't. Uh, you know, I don't think Mike Trout's going to get a, a day off or, or, or two before the end of the season. Um, you know, these teams are in a race, need every at-bat possible. And I'm not saying the Astros don't, but, you know, that they've built themselves a nice cushion and they have so much depth that they can afford to give Altuve a day off. And I think he's got three hitless games in a row. They have a day, a day off coming up. It seems uh, A.J. Hinch obviously decided it was a good time to do that tonight. Jake, our time is all too short. Thanks a million for the visit. It was an honor to come on with you, Brownie. Jake Kaplan, the honor's all mine. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.